The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm that sweet baby brother, Griffin McElroy. Everybody's talking about him. I had an idea, um, and this is not a thing we normally do, but I thought that um, with with the big game coming up, uh-huh. we, could, we could offer a service to our listeners, and that is we will provide for them some things to toss into maybe a, a conversation at a big game watch party for people who have no idea what's going on and know nothing about football. So say like a loved one has dragged you along or maybe like a, a brother has insisted that you come to the party and you're surrounded by football fans and you have no idea what to say. We'll give you some sentences to kind of like sprinkle into the yeah. conversation. And I tell you, I tell you one good one. And this is a good catch all just like look at any player on the field and then say their name and then say like, I just disagree with the way that he carries himself off the field. I like um, that. Oh, that's and good. cause like 80% of the time you're probably on point. Yes. Um, or, or you're just echoing some controversy that probably doesn't exist. And when they ask you to clarify, just be like, you know, it's just, I, I, I like it when players just do it for the love of the game. Nice. It's another sort of one. Anytime anyone does anything, literally anything, just shake your head and say, too showy. Yeah. Too showy, I think. I Um, liked it better when they just did it for the love of the game. uh, You can also just say, oh, that was clearly defensive pass interference. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Just literally every play, um, because it usually is most of the time. Oh, if you can also just say DPI. If Cam fumbles, you can say more like now who is that? Cam Newton. What is he, is the, he is the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Okay. You could say more like Old Town and then high five a bunch of people. No. Except that he's actually pretty young and Peyton Manning is the old one. Yeah, so that one's Can probably I, not going to get you many, many um, points with your, with let your me friends. Suggest, let me suggest one. When you first show up and everyone's making chit-chat before the game while they're eating their uh, the canapes. Uh, you, the what now? The canapes that are served pre-game. Why am I just making pre-game of pee? Can- I, 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 I don't know what the fucking words you're saying. Canapes? They're, uh, it doesn't, it's, I can't. Tiny party food. Come on. Thank you, Travis. The When you're eating canapé and but in the pre-game ritual, loudly announced to anybody that'll listen. You know, um, every year, I only watch for the commercials. And then the first time, Someone gets a touchdown, say, that's a commercial. Nice. <laughs> that's a good creative like fiction that. wherein this whole time you thought touchdowns were called commercials. Ooh, yeah. That's ooh, fun. What if you what if you created a fiction where you had like super like your whole financial life was riding on like how many field goals were kicked oh, in the entire yeah. game? <laughs> well, okay, more field goals. Let's have them. As soon as the first field goal the breaks. <laughs> Upon the completion of the first field goal, just barf right there. And people are like, what's wrong with you? And he said, I had 15K. There wouldn't be any field goals the whole game. No, no, no. 
I never bet. I've never bet. This is my first bet in my whole life. And I'll Amanda never see to, my kids after this. And Mick came up to me and said, I bet there'll be some field goals. And you said, bullshit. 15,000 on the table. <laughs> I need to go sell my kidney. I bet it's going to be 0-0 zero, zero at the end of it. For a Super Bowl tie. I put 45,000 on zero, zero. Can you just have a quiver of things that you can shout whenever everybody else shouts? Because that's the real secret. You don't have to like lead the charge in talking about how good the sporting has been so far. Um, but you you do need to participate when other people get super psyched whenever like a good pass or run is, is done to completion. Um, and so just like... When, whenever you see everybody like stand up or be like, oh, just be like, slam a jam a ding dong. Pass yeah. the hummus. Well, you, no. Well, that's great because it works on both levels. You get to participate in the yelling. And pass, also you get yeah, some of that pass hummus. that fucking hummus, Cam. And then <laughs> you also get dip out you of You also that. get the hummus. Yeah. You, but you could do what I do every Super Bowl, which is nope. leave the room, re-enter every 15 minutes and say, how you boys doing on snacks? Can I freshen up anyone's drink? Can I freshen up anybody's drinks? How are you boys doing on snacks? Uh, Funyuns running a little low. Let me top those off. All right, boys, have fun. Those Enjoy are your, your fucking snacks. What? Those are your snacks. That doesn't. No, seem like those very are my. Di- those are my canapes. I still he don't does understand what that with means. like a fried egg on. Top. No, okay. I'll be honest. Uh, my go-to for that sort of vignette would have normally been pizza rolls. But they didn't pay to yeah. be on here, so I'm gonna keep the name out. You gotta mouth. pay the canopy. Gotta so, pay the canopy. Sorry, T blank 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 apostrophe S. I think I put too many blanks in there. I think it was Totino. No, no, no. I think it was not enough. Um, what um, is the uh, halftime show? I think it is Rihanna. No, it's wait. Is it Rihanna or is it? Uh, uh, it's Rihanna with the Moody Blues. No. I is it not? Isn't it Cole? Is it Coldplay? I think it's Rihanna and Coldplay and that guy that did Don't Believe Me, Just Watch. And then I think on top of Bruno that, Mars? the Red Hot Chili Peppers are going to come down and just gently lower their balls onto the <laughs> halftime show just to ruin it a little bit. Wow. It is a big one. It is Coldplay and Beyonce and Bruno Mars. You're right. It's a oh, big, wow. Really? Yeah. It's Bruno big, Mars like just did it. Yeah. He like power like, lined it up all over the place. We're reflecting on all the classic moments of Super Bowl halftime shows in the past. Here's I really get Prince. Prince is the best halftime show that's ever been. I think you could. Um, uh, Do you remember when he had a guitar boner? Oh God, it was the Which best. time? Fuck you can't God. just say that about Prince. Do you remember when he had a guitar yeah. boner? Are you talking about in like his guitar was a penis? Okay. In nineteen eighty-five. Do you remember when he didn't have a guitar yeah. Can boner? Can we start with a decade? In which yeah. That ha- um, here's the thing: go in and be absolutely one hundred percent ignorant of sport and all rules of sport, and then as soon as Coldplay takes the stage, just start hammering Coldplay trivia yeah. and all the Coldplay vin- just like you're like the performance lights come up you turn to the person next to you and say hey you know Chris Martin's father is an accountant and just wait just wait pace it every 15 minutes just try That's- out like 15 seconds like hey uh did you know their first song it's called Ode to Deodorant and it was written as a joke <laughs> hey uh can you guys name anybody else in Coldplay other than Chris Martin Steve Coldplay I don't think he's one of them. <laughs> he formed it. He formed it like in Van yeah, Halen. Van Halen, yeah. There's Doug Hot Work, which is weird. <laughs> I work hot so I can play cold. You know, Chris Martin, while he was writing Yellow, noticed the phone book, the Yellow Pages, and decided that the word Yellow fit nicely in his song. That's why That's it's it. there. 
Mm-hmm. I thought. Where that- are you going? Please. There's still so much more. Please sit back down. Please sit back down. I have so many more facts. I think I thought Doug Hotwork was the creative lead behind Yellow. <laughs> well, can we can we create a three person just Coldplay slam band called Hotwork and just like all of our songs <laughs> are just like get it together Coldplay. It's all songs about Coldplay. Yeah, and how bad they stink because we're Hotwork, the evil Coldplay. <laughs> oh, I see. We're the Riverbottom Nightmare Band. Yeah, and we'll just like show up to all their shows and play smaller concerts in the crowd. We're and the, try and uh, just distract. Amp versus Amp Coldplay, bring it on, Christopher Martin. We're the misfits to their gem of the holograms. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's a weird thing to call your cartoon band, because that's a thing. Because that was like a real-ass band. For real, yeah. Uh, so that's, uh, let's talk about advice for people. Uh, yeah. Oh, that seems pretty good. I like to sleep in my blue jeans. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> you don't deserve to have this. You read, just read the fucking thing. I'm going to mute my Skype call for a while. Like, by, that it's like, we have influence. And by putting these ideas that are about to be in this email out into the world, we may influence even a single person to adopt this monstrous behavior. Like, like I, I, I'm not sure I want that on my conscience. Unless we just tear this person a new person, a, a new person. A new person. Hole. We tear this person a new person. Read the and fucking question. To become a different person. I, um, I like to sleep in my blue jeans. My wife thinks I'm a total monster, but for me, there's no. Gr- I'm not making this person sound defensive enough. Hold on, let me try again. <laughs> I, I, I like to sleep in my blue jeans. <laughs> <laughs> my wife thinks I'm a total monster, but there's no greater comfort than the feeling of denim rubbing against my shoes. There's a billion, billion, billion greater comforts. There's a million, millions of greater comforts. There, I, there is a Sagan of greater comforts. Um, I work in a cube all day, so it's not like my jeans are dirty. Sometimes. Why, why does the geometric shape in which you do your biz? Influence their 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 smell and dirt level. Uh, sometimes I get a fresh pair from the closet to sleep in my sleep jeans. Please, <laughs> please vindicate or vilify me. That's from Stylish Slumber in the South. I have news for this person. They have taken like cork and they dropped a brick on the gas pedal. They ramped over the ravine. They pressed the nitrous button, and they ended up in fetish chasm. Yeah. Sorry, this is a fetish. You are um, not. You do not have a comfort like that. Comfort is not the issue when when talking about jeans and sleep. You you have a denim fetish. That's cool. That's you fine. Own it. But you got to own it. You got to lean into it. John Mellencamp had a denim fetish, and he fucking turned a uh, turned it into a, a successful musical career. He rebuilt America's economy with that denim fetish. He did. He was the Hamilton of denim. Um, is it? Okay. Question asker. There are sleep pants. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm worried that maybe you like didn't know. And this is the first you're hearing about it. Like there are really nice sleep pants from Beyondies. You can go to Target and get like $10 sleep pants. And I think maybe you've only ever slept in jeans. And if you put on even like the shittiest pair of sleep pants and you get in bed, you're going to be like, oh, my God. Do other people know about this? I just like I it's it's unthinkable. I can't get my jeans off me fast enough when the workday is done. And I work from home. So that's an entirely arbitrary distinction. They just jeans just bend in such weird ways, like at the knee and and everywhere. Like they just don't. They're not a comfort pant. They're not. They're they're like the Chevy old timey Chevy truck of pant. 
It's not like a sleek, like, look at me fly around these curves. It's like, I got to get a load of lumber to the mill. That's what jeans denim are. Was, denim was invented so that, like, cows, when they bit you, it didn't hurt very bad. Or, like, yeah, if that's, it, that used to be the tagline underneath, like, Levi's, so it doesn't hurt so bad when cows bite you. Or, like, I, if, you, if you and Stevie are having a pitchfork fight, you got basically a little bit of armor down there. Mm-hmm. I. I put jeans on, like, even on the weekends, like, when we have to do this show, uh, I put jeans on before we start, and I take them off immediately afterwards, but I need them to feel like I'm at work. Like, I need them to feel like I'm not relaxing, and I need jeans to keep me awake. I'm, like, the polar opposite of your jean situation. Unless Coffee no, jeans. there's no not there no. I'm drawing I'm, I'm, a fucking no, line. There's no it, unless no sleep jeans. He said unless I have to say it. Say it unless this guy is a wizard of denim. No, stop it. And, That's and, nothing. No, hear me out. Hear me out. What if he's found a a care regiment for his denim that if he just revealed it to the world would change the gene game forever? And he's uh, like, oh, do you guys not, like, soak them in lard first and then put them in a microwave for 30 seconds? Uh, and it's like, what? And when you do that, it makes them feel like satin. Then just wear satin! <laughs> Guess what, Pant- jeans wizard? I can, I'm one step ahead of the game, and I save lard money. I just buy satin. <laughs> you gotta save that lard money. It's expensive. 2016, you got to send, send kids to college. This makes me so angry. This makes me so angry. Maybe if you got, like, if you if you, if your pre-bedtime regimen was just, like, you did, like, 20 whippets, and it was just, like, you fell into bed and forgot to take your pants off every night. That sucks, but I'm willing to give that person, like, more, more. I would be less, I would be less irritated by somebody who said, listen, every night before I need to go to sleep, I have to do 20 whippets. And then, and then I, cr- I just crash into bed and just, like, whatever I'm wearing, that's my sleep stuff. You purposefully, you have jeans specifically for this thing. There's, there's criminal intent. Can I tell you one thing that would be really, really nice though is travel. For travel, you wouldn't need to pack, you know, your sleepy time shorts. Yeah. For that hotel lounge. When you get a hotel lounge. Now, okay, okay, here's a question. When you got when the workday is done for y'all and it's time to like unwind, maybe make a blue apron, sit down, watch some television, uh drink some club W. Yeah, whatever. Whatever one of your uh, eat some nature box, do your uh fucking Job some, applications with ZipRecruiter. Put three dildos up your butt like you're a toothbrush cup on a sink. What, that you bought from, from Extreme Restraints. Extreme Restraints. Um, actually, no, the, you uh, you actually bought them from Squarespace. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Twist. Uh, what would you Do you guys, like, get out of jeans and get into, like, something more comfortable? Like, you get yes. some, some sweatpants going or slip shorts or something? Justin, I might as well have a Wallace and Gromit machine that does it for me. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that, okay, so... This is my question. Does this person who sleeps in jeans, do you think that they're spending the entirety of their evening in jeans? Or, like, d- does that not spell comfort to them? Like, how do they Do you mean, like, maybe they work in sleep pants? Yeah, I think like, can't wait p- to get these off. This yeah, exactly. 24-7, 365. It's opposite day. Come, let's get silly. <laughs> you, can't wear, you can't wear sweatpants in the office. You cannot do yeah. it. You fucking low rent Alice in Wonderland character. Like you, you gotta get the the right pants for the right. I'm time a of day. silly pants boy. Stop! You're not. You have a fetish. 
That's fine. Just don't air it out here. Or do. Like, this is a this good is a, venue for airing but out But just your say, like, I've got a denim fetish. Right. Don't tell me right. that it's a sleep But thing. don't say it now. You're on the clock at Barnes & Noble. You can't just go around saying that, parading it around in front of all of us. Because we're jealous. We are jealous. Because we all wish we had something that made us feel as alive as your genes make you feel. Um, do you guys want a Yahoo? Please. Got a bunch of real good ones. Thank you, everybody. This was sent in by Game Recognized Game Rachel Rosen. Thank you, Rachel. It's by Yahoo Answers user. Oops, they're anonymous. Oops, all berries. Uh, it was asked by Captain uh, Captain Munch. <laughs> Captain C. <laughs> CC asks, am I too powerful? My mum, me mum, just <laughs> recently signed me up for Krav Maga lessons. My instructor says I'm an my instructor says I'm accelerating at an unimaginable rate. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, what if I become a human weapon and I'm mm -hmm. not allowed out in public? Oh, God, I get that, man. This is that con air fear. Like, you, you accidentally kill a guy in a bar fight, and the judge is like, well, we all know that he's a Krav Maga weapon, and his hands are deadly weapons and he shouldn't be allowed in public anymore and we gotta lock him away in a prison filled with the worst scum and then fly him across the country but then the plane crashes in the desert i think and steve buscemi's there and he has tea with the little girl i don't want to give away the ending but you should check out but Con the plane, but really the plane crashes yeah and they all die it's pretty sick i think uh, every imaginable rate <laughs> every krav maga instructor which is the deadliest martial art right Mm -hmm. Have we officially said, actually, I feel it's, like maybe at some point during the listen, history of the show, we've said what the most deadly martial art it's is. The one, it's the one that don't mess with the Zohan uses, so that's enough for me. Thank you. Good. Yes, exactly. good. Um, every Krav Maga instructor has to have a contingency plan for this exact scenario where they have like some sort of biotoxin in a syringe in the underneath the cash register that they use to take payments for the lessons. And then like, oh yeah, you're doing really good. You're just about to earn your green belt. Just mm -hmm. come over here. It's time to cash out. <laughs> stab him in the neck with the biotoxin. But then I'm so your sorry, student you're too turns against you. You try to stab him with the biotoxin, and like they stop your hand. And like, damn it, I waited too long. Yeah, he's already ascended. Or how, how was ascended. I supposed to know that they only needed 35 seconds to become a Krav Maga master? This is <laughs> <Fuck>. unimaginable. <laughs> Unimaginable. It's unimaginable. Like, it's, it's unimaginable. Like Look, in my days as a Krav girl instructor, I've seen a lot of students come through here, and I've watched them progress. And in my in my wildest fantasy, sometimes I dream of a student who is progressing at an even faster rate. And I have tested the, and then I saw you, and I have tested the bounds of my imagination to mm. conceive of how you could be progressing at this rate. And I cannot conceive of it. Here are the keys to my dojo. I have to step down and go in a cave and think about this yeah, for a while. Yeah, just as a fun thought experiment. How fast can someone get good at kicking? <laughs> exactly. Enough that somebody is, has their mind blown by it. Exactly yeah. this fast and no faster, most certainly. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, oh, no. Oh, God. Zachary, 
Oh no my! I have to check the scrolls. Yeah, just no. kick this. Let's just. This is a first test that we do here at, at Tim McGraw's Crab McGraw, and the thing we do is we just like I hold this up, and you just kick it, and I see how. <laughs> <laughs> how how could this be? How could this be? My concept of reality is dissolving around me. I have I, everyone get out. I have to go Let pray it. to the patron spirit of Tim McGraw's Croft McGraw and find out. You got Tim. Tim, you'll never believe. Tim, it's <laughs> me. Try to imagine how good someone could progress. Hey, you listen. can't. Hey, Tim, listen, you man. can't. It's Tim McGraw. Listen, I told you you could use my name, but I was also real clear. I don't know anything about Krav Maga, so I'm going to have to trust Just your tell me what to this. do, Tim, please. <laughs> Listen, I've informed you repeatedly. I'm not even familiar with Krav Maga as any I'm, fighting The kick's style. so good, Tim. I, I need, I just give me some guidance. Listen, trust listen, me with your wisdom. My only fighting technique is smashing a beer bottle and cutting a fool. I, I'll yeah, try it. All, okay, click. I got to be wait, honest. Wait, I got I gotta be honest, when you told me you were opening a Krav Maga place, I thought it was a Mediterranean restaurant. <laughs> I, which I would love. That's on me, I guess. I love that shit. You got non Tzatziki? I'm all about it. <laughs> Listen, I sent you a picture of myself dipping some pita into hummus <laughs> to use for the logo, and you did not send that photo back to me. You so I thought that was for me to keep, Tim. You I'm did, so you, sorry. You used it for like the logo of your dojo, your dojo logo. Which I thought was weird, because who's going to yeah. sign up? Like, well, there's, well, well, there's country music superstar Tim McGraw enjoying some Mediterranean bean dips. Yeah. But on your logo, you have photoshopped out the pita bread and changed it to a shuriken, which seems weird to me, <laughs> since I don't even think that's a Krav Maga. Thing. Yeah, I well, just I, I did it. that you were still dipping it in hummus. I did, Is that I not did good a enough? cursory Google search, and almost certainly they do not use shurikens. <laughs> In Krav Maga, and, I, and, and I, they definitely do not dip them in hummus before throwing them, son of bitches. I, and listen, it seems like you photoshopped the hummus out and put in the brains of my enemy. How do I know? Because you've put a speech bubble above my head that said, this is the brains of my enemy, not hummus. That I'm hey, Tim, my I gotta go. Into. I've got this person kicking hey, real good in the listen, dojo. Can- I'm gonna need to see your bona fides, my man. Because <laughs> I do not think... I do not think that you are very you are excellent at Photoshop and I think bad at Krav Maga. I have to imagine. Oh man. Uh how about another question? Uh my cube mate whispers to herself constantly. Sometimes she's reading out loud to herself, sometimes she's talking to herself, sometimes I can't even tell what she's saying, but I hear the whispers. Oh my god. This is hella distracting. Why there hasn't been a cube mate there in over forty oh, years? God. This is hella distracting because I'm pretty down with ASMR and I can't get any work done. Oh shit! Zone. Oh fuck! This took a turn. This took a twist. Any ideas on how to address this? That's from huh? In Houston. Um, this See, is I the thought second- we were going with like it's annoying because I what always kills. Uh, I tell you why that people like that drive me crazy, and it's not an ASMR thing. I I can't, I can't stand when you're the only person. In a room with someone else who starts talking, and of course you're like, "What sorry? are you? Sorry, like are you talking to me?" Okay, and it's like, "No, I just read a really funny Ziggy cartoon." Sorry, I'll try to keep it down. Like, but how many times does that have to happen before the person is like, "I need to stop talking to myself," because like thirty times a day, Deborah's leaning around going, "Excuse me, what?" Did you? Um, what did you say? Like, eventually, you would think that the cube mate yeah, would be I, like, but Trav, I need to I, shut it. Trav, I don't know if you've worked in a lot of offices, but there are always people who, like, no, they don't. Like, they don't have any, like, you think that they would get better 
at this, this scenario that everyone is in, and they don't. Like, they belligerently don't ever grow as people. What if you just quietly start whispering back? If they're like, I've got a staple this, and you're like, yeah, you do. Where do you see my wiener? (laughs) (laughs) You're what? My wiener. (laughs) It's me, the the ding dong buddies. (laughs) <laughs> See, I'm both of them. I am both of the Ding Dong Buddies, and this is my new song. Wait till my wiener makes its debut. <laughs> uh, I I think that the ASMR thing actually gives you a leg up because one surefire way to get this person to stop is to explain what is happening to you. <laughs> I think that would get me to stop right quick. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Um. You, when you whisper, it gives me a, a tingling denim, in the a, a denim, denim boner, a denim style tingling in the back of my head. You know denim. You know the feel of denim on sheets. It's like that. When are we gonna do an ASMR episode? I could. Feel oh like fuck! The, like, we definitely should do I an ASMR episode. Like, bonus. I feel like the ASMR episode is like there. It's waiting for us to pluck <laughs> from the... Already somebody's done a super cut of no. like our 288 episodes every time we whisper yeah. and it's like oh, four yeah. hours long. Well, yeah, yeah I, just, I just gave us a good like 20 seconds of material right there with my Ding Dong Buddies run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, classic. that was somebody's trigger. Yeah, yeah, that's going straight on the greatest hit CD. Um, um, or the quietest, it would be the quietest hits. This is the second question in a row where somebody's mentioned working in a cube is that what we're calling cubicles right now because right now it just kind of sounds like you're floating around in like some sort of geometry void and that a, like a wizard trapped you in right and and i i guess what what i find sometimes that's what it feels like am i right mondays dilbert dilbert from downtown maybe you could like sound insulate your cubicle maybe put some baffling up maybe some fiberglass some navajo rugs just something to try to deaden the sound a little bit and or then like ask shove if you something put, in your ears. You can put your uh, mattress foam on their cubicle too, just to absorb some of the noise. Don't mind me. Uh, see, oh, it's six foot by three foot. Oh, I got a great piece for this. Okay. This is great. Can you just play music on your computer that drowns out the noise of the whispers, like just a bunch of trombones going? No, you know what? I just thought about it and literally any music will do. It doesn't have to yeah, be trombones. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. It I, doesn't it have to be. Came to my mind. It was like, "Hey, Griffin, think of something to say on the podcast right now that would be like loud music." I was like, "Oh, I know trombones. Not like <laughs> any EDM or any yeah. rock music with guitars in it. You could turn, or I mean, like any music, just like any music you turn volume. it up loud enough. It doesn't have yeah. to be trombones. The, the, my point is, it doesn't just have to be trombones. A lot of people We've think had it enough has trombones. to be trombones, but is trombones the opposite of ASMR? Because if we do an ASMR episode, we got to do a trombone episode. Well, I think it's like the palate cleanser of ASMR. Like you're starting to get tingles, and you're like, oh, thank God. I was I was so close. Thank you for ASMR edging me. Um, I got to say, gross. I also got to say, that movie Trumbo that got nominated for Oscar that I've literally never heard of before, is that about trombones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like the slang. It's a street slang term for it. Sling them. me that trumbo, said Dizzy Gillespie. <laughs> Well, what's funny is it's also a slang term. <laughs> Bobby for... tries handing a new instrument. <laughs> <laughs> it's also a slang term for like the groupies that follow trombonists around. Like, oh, they're a real trumbo. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. 
But it can get confusing when you say, pass me that trumbo, and you're like, wait, and you do you mean the instrument or the groupie? Yeah. And by that point, you've used more words and letters than you would have by just saying the full word like trombone, groupie, or trombone. Just trombone, yeah. I gotta see trumbo. It sounds hilarious. It's pretty great. And you should also check out Trumbo Drop. You mean Operation, you mean Operation Trumbo, Trumbo Drop? Trumbo Drop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, with a, with a setup and an alley oop. <laughs> give it. Oh, that's another thing me. you can say during the football game. Yeah, give it to me again, Travis. And Griffin uh, will just edit it in to like pretend that you just come up with it and you're just saying it, just okay. like yeah, go the for full it. Go title for it. Operation Trumbo Drop. Yeah, but like isolate it. Okay, let me say it. <clears throat> oh, like Operation Trumbo Drop with a steal <laughs> with a <laughs> with fucking Griffin. swooped in. You just got dunked on, Dunkarooskies. That's another um, thing that's you another can thing say during, you the can during the football game. Let's go to the money zone. We're there. Holy Look shit. around you. Look around you. You've been in the money zone the whole time. The whole show's the money zone. The money zone is us. I want to talk about Nature Box. Can I talk about Nature Box? Yes, please. Please do. I love snacking. And I'm worried that I have a snack obsession because I just snack every day. And when I, I can't go to sleep without eating snacks in my mouth, which is dangerous. Um, fortunately, there's a snack provider out there that can change your life. And it's called Nature Box. Nature Box has over 100 tasty options for you to choose from. Snack options like sriracha roasted cashews and French toast granola. You can fill out your snack profile, get personalized recommendations based on your preferences, and get matched up to go on dates with people who like the same snacks that you like. I well, also, not yet. I also like granola. Let's kiss. Let's have a granola kiss. What's that? Uh, well, we both put granola in our mouths, and then what happens next is up to us. There's a, a new, uh, I got an, a new nature box, and like I, you can set up um, your, your own uh, nature box snacks to get you know the specific things that you want. I like to just like go crazy. Like I, I'll just get like, whatever you guys want to toss at me. I'm sure I'll uh, get into it. There's a new one called crispy coconut squares Ooh. that I tried this time. Oh my gosh, they're like a crunchy. Uh, oh God, they're impossible to describe, but they're absolutely delicious. Um, and I, I cannot recommend them enough. There's so many really, really good. Uh, snacks that they that they do. I got one peanut. Uh, who who was telling me about peanut butter graham jams? That was me. Oh man, those are good, Travis. You were right. Yeah, about those. And uh, you can check out all of this and get your first box at naturebox.com. Um, just head to naturebox right. Uh, stick the landing here because this is the best line in marketing ever. Head to naturebox.com right now to unbox a world of taste and possibility. I like to imagine there there should be a door. You go to naturebox.com and there's a little like gif of a door and when you click on it like you it there's just like you see the universe and you fly everything is edible you fly through as the long door. as it's in a nature box yeah and like there's a million million butterflies i want to tell you guys about bowl and branch can i do that oh please, please do actually justin you tell me about bowl and branch because you're sleeping on these shits oh i'm constantly constantly sleeping on these sheets when i'm asleep and how do they I, interact with denim uh, they're they are perfect match for denim, uh, provided you take the denim off before you get into bed. Uh, <laughs> nothing reminds you of how bad denim feels like the soft comfort of bowl and branch sheets. Bowl and branch, that's B-O-L-L and branch, 
Sleepnumber.com make great sheets. If you've ever slept on like a bed, I, I use the hotel comparison a lot. We're talking about Bowling Branch. Like you sleep on sheets sometimes at a hotel and you're like, where are they buying these? Because and not like a shitty hotel. Not, not like, like a hotel, hotel that was only $43. This is like that, you know what, we're going to splurge $175 a night kind of hotel. Yeah, like a nice place. And you think, where do you guys get these sheets? Because I've bought a lot of sheets trying to find something that matched the quality of these that, that give me that hotel luxury experience. I haven't found them until I started sleeping on Bowl and Branch. They come in this beautiful decorative box. You feel like a real fancy prince when you're unwrapping them. And then you feel less fancy when you got to put your own sheets on your own bed. I bet princes never have to do that. But then when you get into bed, you feel like a prince again. So you like feel like a prince. You stop And then you have like a good tar boner and you feel like prince. Yeah. It's a real prince in the pauper scenario. But anyway, um, and here's the best thing. Maybe you're a little bit uh, hesitant because you're like, I don't know, buy them online. I don't get to like, you know, check them out first. Well, good news. They're going to let you try them risk free for 30 nights. And you're going to love it, though. Trust me. I've been sleeping on them as well. They are amazing. And they seem to just get more and more comfortable over time because they use like super high quality cotton. And, and it's really it's really princely. As a I guess as a special bim bam bonus, you can buy sheets that have come with our own individual smells pre-baked into them our mm -hmm. own individual unique sleep musks do not mix them together do not to mix them together you can get right now 20 percent off your first order if you use the promo code my brother all one word that's bowl and branch b-o-l-l and branch.com boy they must have been so embarrassed when they realized they didn't spell it b-o-w-l b-o-l-l and branch.com Promo code my brother. Don't punish them because they don't know how to spell bowl. Go buy their sheets. All right, we got a Jumbotron message. This is for Andrew. It's from Matt. Let's get right to it. Happy birthday, little bro. And happy future birthdays because this present is worth a few birthdays. Nice. I agree. Hopefully, this got in on time. What with your birthday being November 20th and yeah, all. Yeah, you got it. Okay, Split the uprights. Slam a jam a ding dong. You're Pass the hummus between his birthday and some other day. Pass right the fucking now. hummus, Andrew. You crushed it. <laughs> anyway, thanks for introducing me to MBMBAM and making my life that much funnier. Um, I agree with this being worth a few birthdays. Because here's the thing: you can listen to this episode, of this podcast, anytime. It's a great thing about podcasts; they're eternal. The weird thing is, is it's not consecutive birthdays. This is going to be good for his 24th, his 28th, and his 33rd. Yeah, I, but you know what birthday it won't be good for? The intended birthday. Because that was mm -hmm. fucking four months ago. Oh, well. Pobuddy's nerfed. <laughs> this message is for Jesse. And it's from also Jesse. And Jesse says to themselves, Hey, man, I am communicating th to you across the void through telepathy. Kind of. If I did my math correctly, the brothers should be reading this on your birthday. Almost certainly not. Happy third not. Happy 31st from three to four months ago. I truly hope you are keeping it tight. And if you need me, I'm on my mobile. So good. <laughs> so, oh, so good. Do you think this is from Jesse to Jesse, like themselves? Or do you think that it's just like there happen to be two Jessies in the world? Um, I think there's definitely more than two Jessies in the world. Um, well, I've never seen them in a room together. Shit. That's right. Wait yeah. a minute. Jesse is Jesse. The perfect disguise. But who's Jesse's girl? Oh, stop it. I uh, I wanted to, to mention something. We alluded there to uh, the best personal message we've ever read on the show um, for Elliot from Matt Hall. Um, I went back and looked at it just now because it had been a while. Uh, and there's something I've never noticed before. 
the and the the message is of course thanks for vibing it and keeping it tight if you need me i'm on my mobile first off i don't think we said vibing it i think we just said vibing mm-hmm. right and yes. the and is all caps so the message is actually re- uh, like the main thing that they want to communicate is that they've somehow managed to both vibe it so, yeah and keep it tight that's really the impressive how could, thing. How could they? Uh, it's unimaginable that they were able to both vibe it and keep and it tight. And keep it tight. Yeah, because vibing it, vibing it, the, the very act of vibing it usually just loosens that thing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loosens but, but it. But no, you kept, you kept it very, very tight. And that's very, impressive. Very tight. Let's be honest. We live in a world with too much media. You need a podcast on the front lines figuring out what's great. We're here for you. We're Pop Rocket. I am Guy Branham. I'm a comedian. I'm Winter Mitchell. I call myself a digital strategist. <laughs> I'm Oliver Wang, <laughs> academic and disc junkie. Margaret Wappler, je suis as journaliste. <laughs> and we watch, listen to, and read everything so that you don't have to. And then we tell you about all the things that you'll love to love. Find us in iTunes or wherever you download podcasts. Pop Rocket. Every Wednesday from Maximum fun.org how you want to have a yahoo question yeah i'd love a yahoo question griffin um got a bunch here um do the best one well fuck that's tough to i know i got three drew davenports can i you want me to just you rapid, can trade those let in me rapid for fi- one megaport <laughs> i'm gonna fire these drew davenports at you guys just rapid fire and you tell me which one you want to really explore because i honestly can't choose it's level 9,000 Yadru Drew, Drew Davenport, of course. Thank you, Drew. Uh, this one is from Devin, who asks, if you put Mountain Dew in a purifier, would you get water or Mountain Dew? I think there's mm. something to talk about there. Um, this one is from Sal, who asks, every time I go to lick a stamp, I really want to gently kiss it instead. Is this okay? <laughs> and then this one is from Something's Gone Wrong, column... Bernard asks, big hands? When do I start getting big hands? I'm 18 years old. When do I start getting bigger hands? I think it's going to be big hands. Yeah. Um, Although I am curious, if you put Mountain Dew in a purifier, you just get like that crisp Mountain Dew. (laughs) I think it just turns into vodka. Why is this so crisp? (laughs) Is Is this pure Mountain Dew? I think that's how Dew Shine is made. Uh, all right, let's close uh, that. Get so out of here. So close that one out. So, so okay, so somebody watched the video forever long, and they're like, wait a minute. The Foo Fighters managed to get big hands. When do I, I get big hands. hands? Do I need to do some intricate steamrolling? Because that usually happens in cartoons. Um, We've made a huge mistake. Big hands aren't as funny as I thought they would be. Get oh, out of no. here, big hands. Every time oh, I go no. to look at stamp, I really want to gently kiss it instead. Is this okay? I think it just depends on what the stamp is. Fairly Are well. we talking like American presidents? Are we talking like, uh, you know, hippie symbols through the years? Are we talking like, I don't know, um, name some other World stamps. War II pilots? I'm never um, stopping. Keep yeah, just keep stamps. naming things like just maybe keep Woodstock naming. performers. Okay. Um, maybe Woodstock. From maybe Woodstock. From is it, Snoopy. is it? It might be a Snoopy situation, a peanut situation. It could be famous circus elephants. It could be inventors of the 1820s. It could be the many faces of Elvis. I mean, there's lots finger, of different stamps the, out there. The different guys. finger bones that there are. How many finger bones are there? <laughs> Look at these stamps to find out. Yeah. You'll never believe how many finger bones fun, there are. Fun, Number 23 blew me away. Fun stamp facts. Um, 
which is ironic because it's on stamps. There are stamps that have pictures of other stamps on them. Yeah. Those are very rare. If you find those, hold on to them for dear life, Charlie Bucket, There's, and run home. Um, run home, Charlie. Don't show anyone your stamp <laughs> stamps. There's Jeff Probst dick pic stamps mm-hmm. um, that I made. They are not. They are not legal tender. Not no, legal. Please don't use those. I, uh, hey, wouldn't it be cool if stamps were edible? What if every time you got mail after they like after they oh, did their job shit. as postage, every time you got mail, you like saw, oh man, I got like five candy treats just waiting for me, like little dissolvable candy treats waiting for me, stuck to the because they're just going to go in the garbage. Yeah. Otherwise. Like, why can't they be edible? Like, if you peel them off, Fuck, you can eat Justin. Yeah. The, the only problem you do I, is you have to make one third of them edible, but you don't have any kind of um, <laughs> sign as to which ones are and which ones aren't. You just have to try it. And then think of how exciting it is when you get one that is. Yeah. Okay. And you're like, no. Okay. No, one. Okay, one, one third edible, I don't think. Let me say this. If one third of stamps are candy edibles, <laughs> I do not think you're going to sit and eat a pile of stamps. If. <laughs> If one third are edible, there is, however, a number between all stamps being edible and one third stamps being edible, in which you would try to eat every stamp you got. Right? You're What's saying oh, I thought you were going to say the number. You're saying we don't know what that science has not no, found I, that number I'm saying yet. I don't know the per- if it was 50 50. I think I would probably find better ways of spending my time. If eighty percent of stamps were candy edibles, yeah, I might sit. You would stop. I get what Justin's saying. He would stop differentiating because he would assume. Well, the, this is well, this here, this is male candy. But but I think the problem with eighty twenty is now the twenty has become a disappointment rather than the eighty being a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Can I just now you're getting punished for getting one of the twenty percent. Let's put a pin in this because I've realized just sort of one problem with the candy stamps idea, and it's a Justin. It's a great idea, terrific. Thank idea. you, Griffin. Thank easy you, Griffin. to easy Thank to produce you. too. Just cut out little pieces. Copyright of fruit. TM TM. Cut out little pieces of fruit roll ups, and then oh, they're, they're, Bob's your fruit uncle. The only perfect. problem, the only problem with this idea, Justin, is by the time that the letter gets to you, it has been touched by two hundred of the dirtiest hands imaginable. Two hundred of the these these hands, unimaginable how dirty they are. Maybe it's sealed in its own like wrapper. Okay, like, like, perfect. I got a better. I got a good idea. Then fifty percent of stamps are candy edibles. Fifty percent are antibiotics. So you eat nice. So you eat the candy ones, and you also eat the antibiotic. Ones. But you have to do it like a tequila shot. You eat the candy stamp, and you immediately chase it by drinking antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, but you don't know, out of someone's navel. You don't know which are which, so like, it's like, oh, I just ate five antibiotic stamps in a row. I'm really <laughs> grossed out, but super I really healthy. Hope I get some candy, <laughs> or all the stamps you get that day are candy. You're like, well, I somebody's getting a head cold. Okay, I like all of this. This is great. And for me, it's less. I'm less worried about the contagion of it, and more like, I just knowing. Oh my, so many dirty hands have touched this. I've passed this around. I'm not a fan. Maybe they just work around the like, j- just like it becomes a postal thing, like a, a superstition. If you want, if you want, or just like a rule, like don't touch the stamp. Well, you wouldn't want you to because you, you, you get you get those sticky hands. You don't want. Oh that. yeah. Well, they but wouldn't they touch would make it. Getting like bills prophecy. and stuff. They wouldn't touch the stamp because they don't want their hands. They don't to want be sticky. sticky hands. Yeah. Shit. This is good. This is all good. Foolproof. Now, here is the question. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. If the person who is sending the stamp <laughs> has to lick it, yeah, uh-huh. wouldn't it be better if they were kissing it? Because that would be you kiss 
anybody, kiss anybody and everybody. Um, and and uh, so I think that would be just going to charge, just going to charge right through that statement. Just like bully it, just bully it onto our podcast. I don't, I don't understand, Justin. Please, I'm saying, please repeat. okay, I'm saying, okay. If through space and time, this candy stamp is bringing you the physical greeting of affection from another person, or maybe uh-huh. somebody who works at the IRS, or somebody who has sent you a catalog, gotcha. I, I think that you would prefer the thought that they kissed the stamp and sent it <laughs> off to you, and you're eating a kiss. Okay. Then they lick the stamp, and it's like they're licking the inside of your mouth. <laughs> okay. It's all, it's, Justin, if I may. It's both are pretty bad. It's all bad. It's all very bad. I It's bad all the way down. The reason, by the way, I want to just take this into a quick sidebar. The reason <laughs> Yeah, please I, get me the, the reason, fuck out of this bar. I hate this regular bar we're in right now. The reason I got distracted is when I said you kiss everyone and everything. Yeah. I uh, I remembered a true life story that I wanted to share. I oh. sold my home this week. Uh, my former home that I lived in, and I went. I was the only one on the deed for some reason, not not me and Sid. So it was just me Weird. at the closing, and I was very excited. Hi, Patrick. Patrick bought our house. Patrick, dear Hi. friend, Patrick Stanley. I hope you guys are enjoying the house. home. But anyway, uh, good and, luck and finding where I show. took all my secret shits. Signed the paperwork. My uh, uh, realtor was there. Uh, her name was Lori. Uh, my realtor was there. We had finished signing the paperwork, and. Uh, she gave me sort of like a uh, uh, one of those Christian side hugs to like celebrate as we were leaving, because I, I guess she felt bad for me because I was there by myself during this momentous occasion. Yeah. As we were leaving, she gave me a side hug, and I turned towards her to give to turn it into a full hug to do the full hug conversion because oh I, I don't I don't like the side hug. Oh and boy. out of out of nowhere, before I realized what I was doing, Ooh. as I hugged her, I kissed her cheek. <laughs> from and then you had to burn the house to the ground because it, it had seen too much. It should have been one of the happiest days of my life. Ooh. I ruined it. I walked back to my car thinking, "What the fuck did you just do? Who are you? You, you kissed. You just kissed her cheek. Give what? me a. Give me a fucking. Give me the. I need to know the trajectory, the angle. Like, did you just like plant it on there like a? Like you would do to a grandma, or was it like? And did yes, you do it, it in like very the French much like style? The, it was a grandma trajectory, and I have to say, even though I'm, I'm listen, we all have a lot of fun here. I have to Not say, right now, I think I don't. sold it. I think I sold it pretty confidently. I think well, she how walked did you away do it, from Justin, that. Justin, walk like, me through it beat by beat. I think I gave you a pretty a fucking zap rootery no, no, no. like <laughs> breakdown of how it happened, Travis. But I need to know. Okay, this okay, this will clarify it for me. Let's imagine we are in the point zero 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 one second right after you have kissed your other cheek. I don't want to be here. Describe to me be... the face that you made oh, right after God. Doing uh it probably would have been something like this. <laughs> like that. <laughs> probably something like that. I think you sold it. Did Sounds she good to me. seem like what the fuck? No, she it was like a really you know what, Griffin? I felt like I had dominated the situation socially because I think she walked away from it thinking, man, that must be pretty cool where he comes from. Like from his like from his point of view. Did, oh, she thought you were so just uh, continental. Uh, uh, metropolitan. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Very metropolitan. 
Ooh, big city man kissing cheeks. She knows where you live, Justin. She literally yeah, just she sold literally your literally sold house. your house. <laughs> literally. That I, must be really cool in his new house. She didn't know where my new house is. Uh, listen, before we get a bunch of emails, I know that some people kiss cheeks. I know that this would not be a momentous occasion for everybody. This was. This is not how I comport myself in the universe. It no. was very out of character. We keep our list of, of people whose cheeks we kiss very, very narrow. It's either our wives or our daddy, and that's it. That's it. That's it. We, it's a sacred bond that we have. We don't kiss each baby, other on the I cheeks. Give, I give my baby little baby kisses on cheek. Gross. And then I whisper to give her those ASMRs that babies love ASMR. Holy shit, no. Read another question. I'm found an ASMR video put- of a baby giving her, uh, of a woman giving her baby a massage. It's an infant massage ASMR video. If Charlie keep- loves it because it's got a baby in it. I love it because it's ASMR. It's a video we can all agree on. The whole family <laughs> can like it. Hey, why don't you go ahead and airplay that from your phone to the Apple TV, Dad, because the whole family is enjoying this ASMR video. I'm going to go throw you in jail, Justin. <laughs> I'm calling the cops right now, and they're going to toss you in the pokey. They're gonna, Next question. No, they're going to try to toss me in the pokey. I'm going to be like, hey, cops, uh, thank you so much for putting Save the it for the ASMR the, episode. They're going to get tangles, and they're not going to be able to arrest me. What a weird superpower. How about another question? Please. I live with my fiance, and although I have my own laptop, we share his desktop for gaming. He's a bit messy in real life, but that I can deal with. His computer is an issue, though, because he saves his porn to the desktop. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. Playing TF2 and Windows to mode. To the some... desktop? <laughs> I need instant access to Butt Slammers 21. <laughs> <laughs> I needed that the ready. I got it in my holster. My Butt Slammers holster. You never know holster. when the moment's going to strike you. Do you think... <laughs> Hold on, let me finish the question. Uh, playing TF2 in windowed mode with some asses staring right back is unsettling, I assure you. I've asked him to sort it, and he just laughs. <laughs> it's not a deal breaker. It's just weird. Do I learn to live with it, or do I sort it myself for his upcoming birthday? That's from There's No Poor Pun I Can Make About Eugene, Oregon. No, you can't. Is it is the unporniest town in the world? Yeah, I love the idea of. Hey, honey, could you sort the porn you've saved on your laptop? <laughs> okay, bye. Good show, honey. From Catch a you later. From a chaser bliss, stand in your truth. Whatever. From a taxonomy standpoint, sort your shit. I'm with this person. Sort your shit. Put your shit in a folder. So, sort it and, and a, name that folder. Please don't look at this. This is my secret. Category, or just call it porn. But they'll just put it on a de- on the desktop. That's a cluttered desktop. It's obscuring your background. I don't save my audio files to my desktop. Yeah. Why is your porn there? Uh, I yeah. And do you think it is uh large? Okay. Do you think it is large files he has downloaded and does not want to go through the time? And trouble of downloading again. Or do you think we're talking about like hyperlinks? <laughs> like hyperlink files that get him right to the sites he craves. This is this is his go-to, like never fail porn. Like even if he's having the worst day and maybe he's got like a cold and is running a fever, this is the porn that he knows is gonna work all the time, every time, and he doesn't want to lose those links. Or <laughs> Why is he downloading this stuff? Did he just like get Kazaa and was like, this is it, the pinnacle of <laughs> technological achievement. It's it's just Kazaa. What is streaming? You mean streaming? 
If you are no longer available to access porn on the internet, everything else in society has collapsed around you. It will be, I guarantee you, the least of your worries. I can't keep reading. I keep this person put it in all caps and for good reason, because that's how I am also reading it, which is screaming inside my own head. This shit desktop. I I would have been offended if it was any file. If you save any file, like he saves his whole music library to his desktop. Bad. He saves individual photos to his desktop. Stop it. He saves gifs of monkeys wearing hats. I do. Nothing belongs on the desktop. I gotta say, actually, I'm being pretty hypocritical right now. I'd like to screen share my screen with the, with the two of you boys right now, just to enjoy uh, sort of yeah, the, the says, screaming hellscape. Big bosom seven. No, stop. Pain. That uh-huh, doesn't. I that's not that. out there. You have butt slammers two, three, and they didn't point make a okay. Zero. Is well, that like a prequel? we know your line because they didn't even make a butt slammers three. They skipped <laughs> this it. One's, this one's called thugs and jugs, which seems like almost kind of offensive, Griffin. Wait, did you say thugs in jugs? Thugs in jugs. No, it says <laughs> this it, is called. This please let them out. You're misreading that. It says in jugs. It's about it, women who put their boobs into jugs. No, it says dugs in jugs. Dugs. It's a different this thing. one just says juds in jugs. No, that's a bug's life. <laughs> <laughs> I got on Kazaa and I downloaded a rip of a bug's life. Okay. <laughs> um, <sighs> there's something. It's kind of okay. I wish I had the confidence and the self-assuredness and just the openness that this gentleman clearly has that they're like, I don't care. Look at it. I don't care who knows. Everybody, everybody, it's, come look what I masturbate to. It's about that, it's, Travis. It's about taxonomy. It's just. What if you did a two monitor setup and one monitor was just all porn, but the other one you kept, you had three icons of the whole thing. It was just Kazaa, Firefox, and I don't know, like uh, Netscape, chat it's room. I, AIM. It's it's inconce- it's this it's inconceivable. It's unimaginable. It's unimaginable. <laughs> <laughs> this this computer's done. This is this is it's I no no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. Do your thing. It's just unthinkable to me. The storage solution that he has landed on. Is it, it is it's not a solution. It's anarchy. This is how this is how jungle animals would save pornography on their desktop. Could, Do you think they would use Safari? Travis <laughs> <laughs> You you piece of shit. <laughs> how could you? I have one job on this podcast. No, it's good. Shit. I yeah, needed I needed good. that because I was getting lost a little bit. I I wanna say <laughs> You should use Navigator. I wanna say <laughs> You're dick fish! <laughs> I know, I'm trying to sorry Jeff I didn't understand the last thing that you said I feel like we're not communicating very well uh, I got another Netscape communicator was another anyway oh, it's not okay. as good as navigator anyway uh, I want to say a big thank you to Naturebox you can order hundreds of great tasting snacks go to naturebox.com for your first box of hand picked snacks send the rest to your doorstop uh, we got a lot of after you go on a safari, you're a real explorer. Mm, you're no? forcing it at this point. Okay, um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna um I'm gonna double back on that one. Okay, that's good. That one do over <laughs> podcast do okay. over. Um, we got a lot of new shows that we're holy out shit. There. So many new shows. So many new programs. I want to give a personal plug to two shows. One is called Still Buffering. It's a show about teenage life from my wife Sydney and her teenage sister Riley. It much like Sawbones, it is appropriate for uh, kids and parents. It's there's no no bad words 
Um, and if you're looking for a show to listen to with your with your kids, I think it's it's uh it's a great one. I've listened to their second episode. It's about uh technology. And if you are an adult that wants to have a full blown panic attack, oh boy, please please hear uh how Riley reacts to technological solutions that I still think of as fairly current. Uh, <laughs> you'll also enjoy her horror at the description of what a chat room is and was. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's like not even a thing. But anyway, that's called Still Buffering. It's on iTunes. I also want to give a plug to uh, a new show from Griffin. Uh, it's about video games. It's called Cool Games, Inc. that he does with Nick Robinson, who is uh, another staffer at Polygon, the video game website that we make. And it was, uh, it is about Griffin and Nick coming up with video game ideas and then pitching them to someone. And it is uproariously funny. I we can't did, recommend it. We have one episode. You can find it on iTunes um, and That's I believe cool on Sound, games, SoundCloud. Inc. Cool Games, one word, Inc. Uh, and uh, our first episode, it, we, we take tweets from people and we polish them into full game pitches. And our first episode is about a single tweet that we got from uh, Ben Esposito from Arcane Kids, who made the amazing uh, Sonic Dreams collection, which probably explains the tone of his tweet, which was Grandma once at Al Dente, which we then turned into a a, a fucking goatee contender 2016. Um, I, and did it let me also say that uh, I really enjoy Rose Buddies, which is a show that Griffin and his wife do about The Bachelor. I've never watched an episode of Bachelor in my life, and I thoroughly enjoy your Bachelor fan Thank cast. you. We get a lot of tweets from people saying, well, I enjoy this if I don't watch the show. And I literally, I love you. I have no idea how to answer that. That's like between you and your God. Um, I also want to tell everybody, if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, my wife and I just launched a podcast called Schmanners. It's all about etiquette in the modern age and whether or not it's still applicable and learn about stuff that you might not have known about. We've we've uh, In our first week, we put up two episodes. So we have episode one, thank you notes, episode two, table manners, and episode three, which is going to be coming up uh, this Friday, is conversational etiquette. So... Check it out. Um, you can find it on iTunes and on MaximumFun.org. And you can follow us at SchmannersCast if you have any um, things, you, any questions or uh, ideas for future episodes, tweet at us. It is, it is the most delightful show. And I'm, I'm so glad that Teresa has a vehicle because, as mm -hmm. many people have commented, just a delightful voice. Yeah. Just a wonderful, delightful voice. And just a, a delightful human delightful being who really makes me seem personable and relatable. She makes you seem like fucking Shrek. That's fair, but people like Shrek. He's done like eight movies. That is true. He has a Broadway show. Do you have that? Uh, no, go listen to the other shows on Max Fun as well. There's a lot of very, very, very good ones. Um, I'm talking about shows like Stop Podcasting Yourself. I'm talking about shows like, uh, well, Sawbones, we've already mentioned. I'm talking about like, Can I Pet Your Dog? I'm talking about One Bad Mother. You can find them all. MaxFun.org. Go check it out. Um, you can also, we've mentioned a lot of projects that we're working on. If you want to see all the projects we're associated with, including like stuff like the Monster Factory, Griffin's Amiibo Corner, uh, all of our Facebook groups, all of our Twitter accounts, just go to McElroyShows.com. I also want to say a very personal thank you to Jeremy Baker, who uh, hooked me up with some Disneyland passes. So I was able oh, hell yeah. to take my friend. Yeah, I was able to take my friend Bradbury and my wife, Teresa, to Disneyland. And we had just the most epic time. So thank you, Jeremy. For that. Uh, oh, I also want to say, just because I'm trying to get the word out as often as possible so I can switch them over, I've got the new P.O. Box set up, P.O. Box 909, Van Nuys, California, 91408. Um, the, uh, the old one is still active, but I probably won't keep it active forever, so... Um, if you're worried that you sent some stuff and it might not have got, uh, we're still using that one for now. Um, but if you have anything to send in the future, use the new one. 
And thanks, John Roderick and The Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed. Please go listen. It's like the best it's album. Great I really listen to it once a month, and it's so, so good. Uh, Final Yahoo? Yes. yes. J- Justin, are you ready? I'm so ready. This one is sent in by Brooks Oglesby. Thank you, Brooks. It's by Yahoo Answers user Raleigh H, who asks... Fuck, it's so good. Feminists, are you impressed that David Blaine held his breath for 17 minutes on Oprah? <laughs> what? What? I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hi, I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Riley Smurl. And we co-host a podcast called Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. On our show, we tackle all of the hot teen topics that kids have on their minds today. Hot teen topics? Well, you know, the, the questions that are that are plaguing teenagers through their tumultuous growing years. Questions like... How do I party? Or what do I do with all this hair everywhere? The same questions that people like Sydney had during their years as teenagers. Many, many, many. Okay, not that many. So, so long ago. Yeah, okay, I think they get the idea. So search for Still Buffering on iTunes or MaximumFun.org for new episodes every Tuesday. Still Buffering. I am a teenager. And I was too. Over and over again.